Episode 12 is dropping today on April 15th, and I mention that date because my Sixers are playing as we speak, but we're not going to speak about that. Um, Do I have a co-host today? Shoopster, are you here? I'm here. I think I just accidentally closed out and had to come back in, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the Shoop Dog. With a new speaker. How's that sound? Shoop, we are getting close to being a professional podcaster. That sounds terrific, my man. You should see me dancing my ass off right now. Just let it go for a second. I like this opening part. We're probably going to get shut down now because we kept it on too long. <laughs> Uh, we're also joined by another guest host today, and we will um, discuss his meat and potatoes a little later in the episode. But let's everybody welcome in the big Davo. Dave, welcome to the podcast. Uh, listen, uh, <laughs> glad to be here. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, just for the record, uh, when the Shoop song came on, I almost hung up. So, <laughs> Davo, you can hear that beautiful long island accent that he's got he's cut out of the same neck of the woods as me and we'll get into it a little bit later about some nhl well, hold, on, hold on i got a i got a song <laughs> for davy d too i ain't letting him slide davy d did oh, you do geez. some calisthenics because i'm about to make you want to get loose <laughs> what mystical my man <laughs> We're definitely getting shut down off of this podcast platforms. Uh, shuffle on the deck for episode 12. Yeah, and you might have to mute uh, Davo because I can hear myself backing up there. Uh, shuffle on the deck in episode 12 here, Shoop. Lots of errors from episode 11, and for a couple, most of them are on me, my man. It's hilarious because we were bragging about how we had a flawless Masters preview, and then we were just littered with theirs. It was like we were a team of Javier Baez running the bases. We totally butchered it, brother. <laughs> um, first thing, I Tiger Wood. I mean, I, I was talking about the trivia question on post-2000 multiple green jacket winners, and I just nonchalantly said, oh, yeah, and Tiger won in 01 and 02, and Bubba won in 10, 12 and 14. And uh, excuse me, Tiger won in 01. He won in 02. And then he had the miraculous shot, uh, the chip in off of 16 green in 2005 to stick it in Chris DeMarco's ear. And then, oh, by the way, he won in 2019 as well. So that was definitely a glaring error. He won four Masters after the year 2000. Phil only won three. So uh, we gypped him two. And not only yeah. did we gyp him two, we failed to. I mean, we all had number one Masters moments to chip in in 2005. Exactly. Right. And we, yeah, you know. Total brain dead. I, yeah, it happens. It does know, happen. Nerves on the air. And our make or miss uh, segment that we did miss the cut or make the cut, we couldn't remember the fifth dude. And it was our boy, your boy. Sahigala. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Talk and about it. We like, texted each other simultaneously, <laughs> like, so oh, weird. shit. Because. I had a Shoop Adamas take that he'd be top 10, and, and it he was. And it hit. You should have put some money on that, my man, in real life know, and man. on the pod units. I, uh, I got to learn. We had another error as well. Uh, you and I were speaking about number 10 seeds in the play-in tournament, and we both kind of thought that Minnesota was a 10 seed last year. In fact, they were a 7 seed, so they would have made the playoffs without the play-in tournament. 
No 10 seed, shout out to Billy Given. Uh, no 10 seeds have ev- has ever won a play-in tournament game until this year when two teams did, one in the West and the East. OKC and the Bulls both won this year as the first 10 seeds to win a game. So Now, hang on. A yeah. seven seed still has to win now. A seven does not guarantee a spot. That's you correct. You have to win out. And, and you know what? If truth be told, this, this error is most likely my error. Davo, can you mute for just a second? There he is. Now, now I'm not perfect, Dave. And I don't want to just cut you out of the episode entirely, but until you get your earbuds in, uh, we just heard the feedback on mine. It just was annoying my echo. But we want you on this episode, brother, so we'll have you back in as soon as we can here. Davey uh, D, r- podcast rookie, but the pa- brightest NHL mind I've ever known. Yeah, and I'm a podcast rookie too, so it, there's a lot to spread around. No big deal. Uh, also, I got to talk about the cream cheese caper, Shoop. Yeah. The cream cheese caper. The cream cheese. The cream cheese uh, mystery. The Bobo cream cheese that I found in my fridge that I promptly blame my wife for turns out to not be her fault at all. And um, in fact, the culprit may or may not be listening. It's the uh, wife of a good buddy of mine, and I'm not going to out them. But apparently, we we had hosted on uh, Sunday. We had hosted Easter dinner. We had a bunch of people over. And uh, this this lovely uh, lady made a, an appetizer, and she had to bring some extra cream cheese. So so she had bought and brought over the the Bobo cream cheese. So my wife is totally off the hook. She knows better, and she especially married to a guy from Philadelphia. She knows only to buy Philadelphia cream cheese. But I heard that there's another uh, Bobo mistake someone made. Shoop, you want to take credit for this one? I am completely full of shit because I was, you know, hell-bent on Hellman's Mayo, and I looked at my fridge today, and what do I see? Bobo! High-V Mayo, a.k.a. Local Bobo. Oh, dude. I can't even trust myself anymore. High-V. What's that? High-value mayonnaise, dude? You cheap bastard. So, Minnesota has... Some of the greatest grocery stores and gas stations I've ever seen. And on the grocery side, it's called Hy-Vee. H-Y-V-E-E. Yeah, I've been there. Huge sponsor. Yeah, yeah. They got, like, you go on these places, they've got everything. It's <laughs> it's it's quite impressive. But real quick, uh, okay, Pet Shop Eddie. Yeah. Not necessarily an error, but a partial error that we skipped over on the number 11s. Gary Sheffield, was he in the Hall of Fame? Uh, no, he's not yet in the Hall of Fame. And this is his last year of eligibility. eligibility. So again, 292 lifetime, 509 on the uh, all-time list for homers. I hope he gets in. I hope but, he gets uh, in too, Shoop. I hope he gets in too. Last error, uh, Bobo. Uh, Davey D, real quick, you know, do you understand what we're talking about, Bobo brand? Never heard of him. Okay, so I don't think it's an East Coast thing. I, I was, uh, my buddy Mooch Moran uh, reached out to me and said I, he thinks it's a Ricky's thing, which is a, which is a cheesesteak and, and fry and hoagie shop that I worked at in Philadelphia. I thought it was a Philadelphia in total thing, and I think I'm still sticking to that because I promise you that my schoolmates knew what Bobo was. Um, but definitely, you know, and they definitely didn't work at Ricky's, so 
but I'm pretty sure it's up and down the East Coast, but they've never heard of it. Maybe it's just a Philly thing. Bobo is the generic. I'm still, I'm still looking for a Slacks uh, hoagie shack. Oh, sla- yeah. <laughs> well, we we got we to talk fully about hoagies and cheesesteaks maybe with, uh, with, da- with Davey <laughs> D in, a, in another episode. Love it. Um, so our whole cards. Okay, so that, that ends the, uh, the error. So apparently uh, I'm just apologizing that. I thought everybody understood what Bobo meant. But from here on out, we're talking about Bobo on this here podcast, brother. No no Bobo brand mayonnaise, peanut butter, or cream cheese in my house. Or sneakers, for that matter. Uh, moving on to the whole card, Shoop. It's our 12th episode. You got a couple of number 12s off the top of your head? Again, my man, you're in Seattle, land of the 12s. Oh, good gracious. The Seattle Seahawks football fans, the 12s, wave the flag. Uh, Let that goddamn bird fly. Uh, so, uh, Beast mean, mode. I apologize. Can I please interject? Uh, interject. That is the Texas A&M, okay? Period. Yeah. We can talk about that later. We can talk about Wait a second. Yeah, he's right. He's right. Shoop's muted. Get your facts straight, pal. I'm going to put you down with this. Texas A&M created the 12th man, and the Seattle Seahawks had to pay him like millions of dollars. Just right. to it went to court and the whole thing. Now, here's the deal. Seattle's changed to the 12th fan and not the 12th man. So A&M sticks with 12th man, and then Seattle has everybody's walking around here with 12 shirts, and they have They're just the F, 12. They have F-A-N on, or the 12s, too. Listen. I, I love a lot of the sports people that are in my Seattle uh, family, and so forgive me, but it's the worst thing that Seattle does, the fan jersey. It's just horrible. It's oh, come fugazi. on. How can you now, say that? Uh, because I look at it every day, and I puke. I cringe. It's inclusive. It's inclusive. The uh, well, streets are probably littered with you know blue 12 jerseys on game day, and Seattle unites. Yeah, post-2014. All right, let's move on because I got a couple of twelves. First of all, I got one more. Couple of good, a couple that I thought of for the Philly people. Of course, the ultimate weapon, Randall Cunningham, essentially the first quarterback I remember watching as a youngster, uh, right with any regularity, anyway. Um, just an absolute, what a, great player. what a great player. I mean, ninety-two yard punt to say the least. He was a he was an absolute scrambler and a, and a blaze, and he had a rocket attached to his shoulder. Loved the ultimate weapon, Randall Cunningham. Also, Timmy Kerr, Davy D, little hockey reference for you. Remember Tim Kerr, who just used to sit in front and just collect oh, all those garbage Timmy goals. Kerr, yeah, something. Go ahead, score. Dave. I mean, uh, 50 goals score. Yeah, of course. But unfortunately, then he, he went to the Rangers, and I just lost all respect for him <laughs> because I, I'm an Islanders fan. And, but, uh, yeah, we can talk. But, I, you know, we'll get to hockey later. I, I, I love the uh, the the, uh, the the Flyers, those teams. I'm, I'm a huge Brian Prop guy, Dave Poon, Paul Holmgren. There you go. I mean, player. I think that's the first time I've ever heard – Somebody say I love the Flyers in that Long Island New Act, uh, Long Island accent. So, uh, my last twelve, and then we'll go one one more for you, Shoop. Of course, the famous, iconic number twelve hole, the par three at Augusta, in which so many tournaments have been won and mostly lost in the final round on Sunday with that bat with that front right hole location and guys 
aiming for the pin and coming up slightly short and trickling back into Ray's Creek. And then even in 2015, when Jordan Spieth double chunked a second shot into the creek, he looked like me out there golfing, although I had a really good round the other day, Shoop. Uh, number 12, what's your last oh, yeah. one, Shoopster? Well, first of all, I got to just mention that I think if Randall Cunningham was able to play in today's NFL, he would be Pat Mahomes-esque. I agree. I mean. Agreed 100%. That's yeah. all I'll say. Yeah. Randall Cunningham, you know, gosh, we could do an episode. I know. We re- probably should. I- I'll actually write it down because I just would love to talk about one of the most about. incredible athletes I've ever seen play. Yeah, he was really um, the And I'm going to stick with the NFL. I'm going to stick with number 12's quarterback. Sweet. Number 12, Jim Kelly. Four straight Super Bowl losses. However, I consider the Buffalo Bills of that era a dynasty. Yeah, Even Thomas. though without a Lombardi, the fact that you get to four Super Bowls in a row, <laughs> that's just it, unreal. And I know you got I, a close friend who's a big Bills fan. So I do. Shout out to that guy. Shout out to Buffalo. Mark Bryce, brother, in Orchard Park right now as we speak. Uh, what about TB12? Should we even announce his ass? How do we forget Tom Brady? Well, Let's see, this is the. I mean, he's the goat. I know. He's next level. I mean, oh, I, bullshit. I only, I only, <laughs> I only bring him up because I do respect, uh, I do respect his his game. Um, I mean, you know, aside from the P uh, PhDs or PEDs and the Illuminati scandal and all the other bullshit that follows him. <laughs> I, I got I gotta say one more thing, Davey D. I love you on the episode. Um, and and we'll we're gonna keep throwing it to you for your insight. But when you're not I'm talking, crying. mute your ass <laughs> or get some goddamn headphones for crying out loud. Just 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 hit that mute button yeah, when we're not talking. <laughs> yeah, I can hear me and Shoop uh, coming back through your stuff. And in the end, it's not the end of the world. Um, my listeners will certainly let me know, but all you need to do is just hit that little mute button when you're not talking. And then as soon as you're ready to talk, unmute yourself and you're back in. Okay. I'm, I'm an idiot. No, I, you're not I'm an idiot, David D. Hey, you're, we don't talk like that. Nah, here. This is positive yeah, self-talk. That's right. Nuts. <laughs> no, no, no biggie, but, uh, Dave. I just, I think it's yeah. funny. It'll be funny. It's like, uh, old Howard Stern shows when he yelled at his crew. It's fun. No big deal. Yeah. I'll say this briefly because there are many times you guys have been speaking. I've wanted to interject, but again, listen, this is your show. I'll, I'll, Dave. I'll, when you want a comment from me, but like, you know, Brady, I can get on the topic. Listen, Brady's the best quarterback without question of this era. But if Tom Brady played in 1981, he would have lasted two years. I mean, those quarterbacks got delivered crappy out of them. I mean, you look at the Joe Montanas and whatnot. So, that's just my own personal opinion. Davey, you are welcome to interject any at any point. Please don't feel I wouldn't have you on if I didn't want to have your insight. The, the only thing that we sort of do in this that in this pod, in case you haven't listened to many of ours, is we just keep it moving. You know, we, we just like you just did right there with Brady, a quick dip in, and then we'll we'll dip back out and move on. So you 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 feel free to interject at any time keep you want, brother. Keep, keep it moving. Keep it moving. So speaking okay. of I'm, keep. I'm speak, hitting me. <laughs> I'm hitting you. I love it. So speaking of the next thing we do uh, that we're going to start doing on each episode 
is This Day in Sports History. A great recommendation by my co-host, The Shoop Dog. And once of, in a while. Yeah, once in a while he comes up with something good. Uh, of course, today's the big, big day for baseball. Jackie Robinson broke into the major leagues and played his first game. I, oh, shoot, I should have had this in front of me, but I forget what year it was. Um, so I actually have one really positive day in history and one uh, not so positive. So let's, let's 1947. Keep... 47 sir. for Jackie Robinson. What else you got, Shoop? Everybody wears 42 today. It's a great day. Yep, absolutely. The entire Major League Baseball, every player wears uh, number 42 to honor uh, Jackie Robinson. Um, Branch Rickey shaking up the baseball world by bringing in uh, the fine athlete out of UCLA who uh, obviously... Um, Brooklyn and- Zone, Brooklyn Zone. There he goes. I love it. Uh, the-, <laughs> the movie 42 also worth a watch. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Haven't seen Indeed. it. And how Harrison Ford didn't get nominated for an Oscar, I have no idea. See, I'm going to put it to my list now. I'm going to add that to my list as we speak because I have not watched that show. Um, The the Xbox game, the show, which I guess originated PlayStation, uh, which I'm a fan of, and and I I do the road to the show. I I buy it every two years. I try to to withstain from from buying it every year because it's essentially the same damn game. But um, this year's version has the Negro Leagues. You could play story mode in through the Negro Leagues in like big moments, and and it actually focuses on more than just. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It, can you say that? Can you say that word? Negro Leagues. I'm ki- I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's first... what it was called, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, dial it down, I, Aaron. Yeah, dial di- it down. <laughs> uh, but it's more than just Robinson and Page. There's a couple of really cool stories and and uh like big moments that you can play so shout out to mlb the show for doing that uh my other this day in history is not so good it's the uh, hillsborough stadium disaster in sheffield england it was an fa cup semi-final uh between liverpool and nottingham forest and you know the fans are just insane then this is back in 1989 i want to say um and the fans were just, you know, they sold they sold tickets for the stadium, but uh, fans are just unruly. And I don't want to say too much because I'm not I'm not I, I obviously don't know it inside now. But it was a disaster in which 96 people or 94 people on that day died, and then two more people later, like the next year or the year after, and then actually 2021, a dude just died from brain damage that was sustained back in 1989 so um not not a positive thing but i mean certainly uh you know shoop you're a ufc guy you know patty the batty don't you yeah patty pembleton yeah patty pembleton he's he always um shouting justice for the 96 and it's now changed to 97 of course but justice for the 96 that's his whole thing he he yeah well he um so he's a liverpool supporter and Immediately after the disaster, uh, a lot of the media and news outlets were blaming drunken Liverpool fans. And it turns out that that wasn't really the case at all. Of course, at any football match in England, there's going to be beer and, and some drunken fools. But for the most part, this was a, a uh, drop of the ball by the security and the, and the workers of the stadium that essentially just allowed um, fans that did not have tickets to just fill in 
um, from the streets into a small little uh, gate. And, and, and because it was kind of a small gate, they just kind of kept pushing through. And essentially, so what happened was the people that died were at the very front that were did have tickets and were in 20 minutes ago or whatever. And they just kept getting pushed from the back. And they were and essentially uh, suffocated and crushed to death. So it was a really horrible. Yeah, it was a horrible thing. But it's I mean, a terrible wow. tragedy. I actually remember that. Perfect. It was yesterday. Yeah. Because uh, you know, I, I had the SI. I subscribed to SI as a child, and I remember the pictures with the. Yeah, horrible. They are absolutely correct. Yeah. It it wasn't really obviously be real. Soccer fans over there are nuts. They yeah. get drunk and stuff, and have they, they, they're 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 insane, right? You know, but God bless them, they're intense. Okay, this, but this but was not a hooliganism. Wasn't incident. the cause. They had exactly. they had no security. They had like I, 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 an insane small number of uh, security, right? And like you said, they were letting people in without tickets. So I mean, that was an epic failure in terms of the government and yep. i'll mute it on yep. that yep perfect and and anyway you know hopefully um lots of security measures and and gating kind of systems have been brought up since then so hopefully you know this kind of disaster doesn't happen although there was something in the champions league final a couple of years ago nothing as serious as this but uh man football is just an absolute insane global sport well maybe have a a whole episode uh, talking about World Cup and because the girls are playing this summer, so we'll get into that. Uh, okay, so that is it for the um, no. Thanks actually, for that black cloud there. Well, hey, it's this day in history, Shoop. You gotta, right. you, you gotta take what? the we good with the bad. Respects. That's You're right. right. So justice for the '97. Now, um, before we get onto the flop, we got to go over our trivia and worst bets quick. So trivia from last, uh, and I'll throw both of these to Davey D. Um, Trivia from last episode was kind of a layup, I thought, for sports fans, but maybe not for our non-sports fans who listen, Dave. Two teams tied for the most NBA championships. It's with 17 apiece. Who are the two teams with the two NBA championships? Oh, it's the Celtics and the Lakers. You got it. And that's what Shoop guessed, and that is the correct answer. I'm on the board, baby. (laughs) So it is the Boston Celtics and L.A. Lakers, both tied with... 17 both have technically made the playoffs uh so we'll see um if one of those teams can break the tie so to speak um so that this episode's trivia dave is more in your wheelhouse now i'm gonna sort of make it another kind of easy one so if you do know it for sure just play it off as a guess, and um, because we like to l- let the let the listeners guess and and comment on the on uh, on our platforms across the podcast universe. So the two teams with the most Stanley Cups are both Canadian. They are the Montreal Canadiens and the Toronto Maple Leafs. But Dave, the third overall team with the most is a United States team. Do you know Shoop? You can have a guess as well. What is the team with the most Stanley Cup victories in the United States? It's third overall after the Canadians and the Maple Leafs. Well, you got a guess? Yeah, I got a guess. Go ahead, Shoop. I got, I'm going to go Detroit Red Wings. Detroit Red Wings is a guess. We will put that down, and we'll see if you can stay on the hot streak or you revert back to your master's guess. Davey D, you got anything? Uh, yeah, would you like me to make a guess on that? I would like you to make a guess and just uh, 
you know, with without supreme New York confidence, just a nice guess. What team do you think? Yeah, uh, no, that's that's a good, that's a really good question because I'm thinking, you know, original six. Okay. You know, it's definitely not the Rangers. Okay. You know, Red Wings. It could be. Um, and that Shoops guess was Detroit. Uh, I, 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 it's not, it's not going to be the Blackhawks because they, they had such years of futility. Okay. But, so you uh, guess that's four, that's what one, two, three out of the original six. And then the two Canadian Boston, teams are might, four, five. Might be Boston, you know, if I, if I had to listen, if I had to guess, you, you know, do have to I'd guess, say, you do have to guess. Oh, okay. Gun to your head, Davey D guess. I know. Gun to my head. Holy smokes. Um, <laughs> Islanders have four. Um, geez. Um, uh, Shot clock is winding down. <laughs> He's gone Boston. Okay. He's in on Boston. <laughs> nice job, Davey D. All right. Worst bet. Right. And so comment, peeps, and, and text me and let me know what your guesses are for that. Um I'm going to stand pat on worst bets for today, Shoop. I have a couple uh, units, 350 uh, to be specific, for the Sixers to win today outright money line to win 100 units. Uh, that game is happening as we speak, so I'm going to end this episode and then get to catching up on my Sixers. Um, Shoop, you got a, a worst bet for us? Yeah, it looks like I hit one. And missed one. Oh, on I'm Wednesday. sorry. Yep, sorry, sorry. Uh, recap exactly. I, I'm, I'm skipping over the recap because I skipped over mine. I was being selfish. So Shoop had OKC plus five in their first playoff uh, play-in game, and he hit. So that was a nice, solid 25 units. But then he bet on my Philadelphia Phillies to beat the Cincinnati Reds, and they went up against Lodolo again, and that big lefty just mowed them down. Uh, so he broke even. Yep. So he's at Tijuana a double. Tijuana Walker did not get the win that day. He's at a zero. No, uh, no, that's wrong. It was. Uh, oh wait. Yeah, you're no. Um, I'm I'm getting confused here because Taiwan Walker pitched yesterday, and the Phils did win. But so I don't think I Walker. Thought he, I thought nah, he pitched Thursday. No, nah, it was Bailey Falter. So oh. yeah, they lost the Thursday game. So his name's Taiwan and not Tijuana. <laughs> I thought you were kidding. I thought you were calling him Tijuana for fun. I like Tijuana way better than yeah. Taiwan. From, from here on out on this pod, like Bobo stuff, he is Tijuana Walker. Hell yeah. What do you got, Shoop? That, that's a net gain of zero, so you, you're standing steady at minus 165. I did put the leaderboard on our Instagram page. Our oh, official, nice. Yeah, so I've got is at 180 still. He's got a couple of bets for this weekend. Jones is up to $60. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. 60 units after hitting 100 units today on Burnmouth against his squad. He, he went against his squad, Shoop. His squad are the Tottenham Hotspurs, yeah. and uh, Burnmouth upset them, and he, he took home a cool 100 units. So he's second at 60 units, and then you and I are in the negative. I'm at negative 80. You're at negative 165. Wow. What do you that have? Fire. What do you got today, buddy? I got the Atlanta Hawks to lose by less than 10 against the Boston Celtics in game one. Okay. And how many units are you laying? 50 units. Wow. 50 burger. 5-0. <laughs> You've changed because I wrote down 
pre-show, I wrote down 35, but we're going for 50 units. Yeah. Yeah, you're feeling good. So he's Once got... I heard how far behind I was, I got a little <laughs> more ballsy. He's got the ATL plus 10 today against the Celtics. Uh, Dave, I know we did not prep you for this. Do you have anything in the next couple of days that you'd like to refer to as a worst bet for the peeps to get down on? Of course, if it's legal in their state or county. Um, betting is legal here in okay. the state of Arizona. Perfect. Um, but unfortunately, um, I don't know if uh, Shoe Dog uh, uh, let you know this. I do not follow the NBA. I boycott it because I'm a Knicks fan and uh, Dolan owned until he sells the team. I will not follow the NBA <laughs> okay. ever again. Okay. Well, no problem. So here's a deal. Uh, here's a deal, uh, Davo. Moving forward, I'll if take you... the Suns, okay? I'll take because I love Monty Williams. I'll okay. go with the Suns. And now you're talking Suns just money line for them to win? Yeah. Okay, and that's to, that, that game's tomorrow. We'll get it down. Dave, if you want to take part in our leaderboard thing we do, all of our guest hosts uh, are putting bets in occasionally through my, you know, just texting it to me, and I'm keeping a running total. And at some point we'll cut off the season, like maybe – calendar year 2023 or something and we'll see who has the best so you can do that if not don't worry about it no pressure but um our flop here for the for the episode dave is the nhl playoffs and you are an nhl guy you're east coast born and raised you probably grew up playing street hockey and or ice hockey just like i did Uh, i'm a big flyers guy you are an islanders fan we do have to talk a little bit about that because I got a good buddy out here named Vegetable. Uh, that's not his full name, obviously. Uh, and Veggie and I used to play uh, roller hockey when I first moved out here in a pretty competitive league. And he was a huge Islanders guy. And uh, long story short is, uh, oh God, I'm blanking out on it. He, he has a cousin in the league. Um, oh, shoot. Tell us a little bit about your background in NHL, and I'll figure out what my, the rest of my story. Okay. Well, um, you know, um, I uh, my father was my, – my father, who's still around, you know, he was 79 years old. God bless his heart, the old bear. Bless him. Uh, you know, he was, uh, uh, you know, and became an Islander fan when the Islanders, you know, I, I think um, they – they joined the league in what seventy two, I think. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, anyway, I think but, it was before um, that. But we'll have Stat Boy check on that. Go ahead. Okay, um, but um, you know, yeah. So I was an Islander fan, and uh, um, the first hockey game I ever remember seeing was the uh, 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 Flyers. Oh, don't tell me the offside games. Oh no, game six in nineteen eighty. No, no, I, I remember. I, I, I was watching the the last game when the Islanders won. When nice from you know. Confirm, nineteen seventy two was when the uh, Islanders joined the NHL. Beautiful, beautiful. Hey, who's getting a goddamn house phone call? Uh, that might or may not have been my business, but I've muted it. Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't have a landline. So, Davey D, we get it. You're an Islanders fan. The Bear was an Islanders fan, is an Islanders fan. I was a hockey guy. I I played strictly street hockey. 
Okay. okay because my I father was a police officer. Guys were drowning in Lake Ronkonkoma. He didn't want me to play ice hockey. <laughs> I get it. I didn't then, but I played street hockey. And, you know what, uh, Davey D., you're a typical you're city boy like me boy like who me. essentially didn't have the means to get uh, signed up for the very expensive sport of ice hockey. And so we went outside and we ran around with our feet and our dad's Milek sticks and we broke them over our buddy's noses and we had two trash cans uh, side by side with a blanket draped over one side. So that's our goal. And we use tennis balls. And I mean, that's, that's, that's a city boy hockey fan right there, Davey D. I respect it. I love it. Do you remember the – we didn't use tennis balls. We okay. used actually the, well, the Milek balls. Okay, okay. Remember but when – hold on, Dave. Hold on, Dave. Yeah, the, we'll go over the colors. But when we had, you know, two Milek balls and they both went down to Zuller, what else are you going to do? Yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then you – so most of the time you had tennis balls laying around in the basement and not more Milek balls. But, yeah, let's go over the color. The, the orange one was for the dead heat, right? Correct. Yeah, because Correct. that yeah. was the hardest ball, and so well, in the hardest. Yeah, so in the summer it was the best to use. It sort of stayed down. Uh, as you got, if you you were a nut and you wanted to play during the season, and you're playing in December and January, and your hands are freezing cold, even with your dad's hockey gloves from 1947, uh, you used the what, yellow or blue or what was it? The blue. I, the the blue. blue. Yeah, that it was, was like because it was super ass soft. But then as the as the weather and the and the temperature dropped, uh, that, that blue that blue ball got harder and it got easier to, to stick handle. I love it, Dave. And they had the pink ball. I, and I yeah, honestly the pink was the middle. The pink the was hell the weather was. Yeah, the pink was like you know early like early March, like not cold, March. not not hot yet. Not hot. <laughs> That's great stuff. You guys are discussing colors of balls. I love we, it. We are. We we definitely love talking, talking about, about balls colors of on balls. the nuts. <laughs> uh, so if you got hit with that orange ball, and you didn't have oh my the God. proper equipment. Yeah, it was brutal. And nobody <laughs> oh had the proper God. equipment. And, I was I was playing goalie with my baseball glove and a heavy starter jacket on as my as my chest protector. Shout out to starter jackets. <laughs> how the hell did that ever discontinue? Well, I think it's still around. Not like how it was in the late late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, definitely. I got like, my I got jumped in the in Philly right out at the under the shadow of the of the L at Bridge and Pratt. And they took my fucking starters jacket, man. And then underneath, you have? killing people for that. You have the Sixers, yeah. And, and now, believe it or not, I had an Anaheim Ducks. It was a it was a Christmas gift from a from an aunt. And of course, I'm not bitching about. So I wore an Anaheim Ducks starter. But of course, after I take this is a whole big story that I should probably have buddies on because they lived it with me. I was with another guy. They took my starter jacket, and then he said, "Hey, man, you got any bus tokens?" And I said, and I said, fuck no. And he punched me right in the face. And my initial reaction was a huge dude. My initial reaction was going, ah, you pussy. And I called him a pussy. And then like, I instantly regretted calling him pussy because he's this huge man. And I had my beautiful white pinstripe Sixers jersey on under 
the the starter jacket. So after I called him a pussy, I sort of just like retreated and start walking away. Like I kept my eyes on him, but I was like walking away, oh, essentially running away from the fight. I'm fine with because the dude was humongous. He was at least six foot three, and here I am. I was a sophomore in high school, coming home on the bus with Chris Fath, and we both got jumped. They took his jacket. They took my jacket. They asked for bus tokens. Back then, bus tokens must have been all the rage. Anyhow, we, I digress. But uh, I actually went to Ricky's where I worked at the time and told him I just got jumped. And two two of the delivery drivers got in their truck and went and looked for the guys to try to get my jacket back. And they took baseball bats with them. But thankfully, they never found the guys. <laughs> damn. <laughs> I love that kind of story. This yeah. is like it's like a damn script to a movie right uh, there. Well, you know, we could talk more that's about old it. But school East Coast, baby. That, that's I love it. it. That's exactly right. So, Dave, o, still that way now. I know. Let's get and in. That's what's wrong with today. We don't got <laughs> goons and delivery trucks and baseball bats well, even in the score. I know what he's you talking about. Right. He's talking about guys standing up for you and, and getting, having your back. And if everybody had each other's back, there would be less shit. Uh, let's move on, Dave. Oh, what do you got for the NHL playoffs? Do you want to tackle the uh, Eastern Conference first or the West Conference? Um, the NHL what, playoffs. Preview. Here we go. All right. DVT. <laughs> Doesn't that Yo. sound good? It sounds terrific, Shoot. It's in Dolby. Dave, you just got to start talking and he'll kill the music. Oh, okay, no, fair enough. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. Um, I, first off, I have to say this. This NHL season was there was so much parity. I mean, went yes. down to the last game. It was just unbelievable. Again, you, you know, knowing I'm an Islander fan, when they lost to the Capitals, I'm like, they're freaking done. But then the Penguins <laughs> lost home yep. to the Blackhawks. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Losing that you streak. Know, and, they, they had a long streak of making the playoffs that they lost, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, the Islanders. Uh, so they got in as a wild card. They're playing uh, number one in the Metro, which is the Hurricanes. How do you like that series? The Canes, okay. And uh, <laughs> you know what? Listen, I really don't give a flying, you know what, uh-huh. what people think about me or believe it. Uh I am being impartial. Kings are uh, good team. I made the pick. I'm taking the Islanders. And oh. I, it, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'm listening. Because people are like, you're insane. I'll, I'll tell you why. Comes down to a lot of things. Playoff hockey is a completely different animal. Now, the Canes are a great team. I have all the utmost respect for Rod Brindamore. Unbelievable player for your Flyers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he just a great player, a class act. God bless him. Uh, just unbelievable. So are, you, uh, are the Islanders going to ride Ilya? Yeah, exactly. And okay. that's my point. Sorokin is the best Islander goaltender I've ever seen. Wow. And yeah. Even I, better I, than I, Garth I, I, Snow. Gar, Garth oh, Snow yes. is a 15-year contract. Garth Snow with he was a bozo that made him look like the Michelin Man. Yeah, he know? was a bozo. Uh, oh, it was ridiculous. Uh, you know. Okay, but, uh, so yeah. you love Sorokin carrying the Isles over the Hurricanes. That's a huge pick, Davy D. You're out on a limb. I love it. Do you want to speak about your Islanders more? Or do you want to go into the other series? 
Well, I'll just say this, okay, about the island, and this is why. I mean, it's not just Sorokin. Okay. That, that's the huge thing okay. because yeah. I think, you know, you, you obviously know hockey, you know, um, Shoop is knowing a heck of a lot more now because God bless him, his son Corbin is an unbelievable netminder. Yes. So let's uh, go, Corby. Yeah. Corbo. Corbo's uh Corbo's uh role model is Garth Snow, actually. I'm just uh, kidding. Corbin Corbin's role model is Marc Andre Fleury, the flower. Uh, the baby. flower. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Wow. Let's move on. Uh, let's 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 start at the top, Davy D. I know you 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 divulge something that I won't uh, expose for right now, but you got the the record-setting Bruins playing the lowly Florida Panthers. Who do you like in that one? Bruins. Okay, good. So that that, that, that I like that answer. Yeah, Bruins to win the cup. Yeah, by the slow, way, slow down, shoot, slow down, you ba- you big pain in the ass. Uh, Aaron, then, can you give me a break? Can I can I make my picks and then you can tell me where to go? Where yeah, you disagree. And we'll leave the we'll leave the metro got match. It, we'll it. leave the metro matchup for last. So who do you like in the Canadian? You know, Canada, Southern Florida. Well, not Southern Florida, Northern Florida, but Southern United States. Toronto, Tampa. Who do you like in that one, Davy D? I tell you what. Tell us, Dad. Dad was an unbelievable. I, mean, I I was like, what am I gonna do? I literally flipped a coin. Okay. You know. They're close. And um you know, because and I, I took Toronto. And yeah, I like I'm Toronto glad, too. And I, they they got home ice, okay, and you know as well as I do, you know that might that's, come into I mean, play. That's huge. Yep. Because, you know, you, you you got home ice, you can make your your changes, and that's huge. You know, people who don't know hockey you know, we'll be like, well, but listen, when you're, when you have, you know, can make the last change. That's right. It's like, that's why, that's why I like the Islanders against Carolina. Well, you know, okay. Perfect. Ice, but their defensive players, Pellick, Pollock, you know, they're a defensive minded team. And I really think that they're going to squeak it out. It's going to go seven, but uh, I, I, I love I, it. I like that. Oh, I love it. I love know, it. But, uh, and, again, it. and again, Tampa, uh, Toronto is good. It's going to go seven, I think, but I'm, I'm going with Toronto. Um, and you know, Vasilev, I mean, I was like, cause Vasilevsky is unbelievable. You know I mean? The, the guy's just a God. He really you is. Know? And, he really is. You know, but, um, will that break uh, a streak of streak the, streak? the lightning not being in the, in the Stanley cup for like what they've been in there three in a row, right? No, no, no. Three years in a row. Oh, that's yeah, right. They won two yeah, and lost one. Right. Okay. Okay. So I was thinking win. I was yeah. Thinking win. Yeah. yeah. They they won. They they won the two and then they and lost, lost the, the Colorado. Colorado Avalanche. Right. Uh, okay. So the one that the matchup that makes us cringe, Davey D, the Devils and Rangers. Who you got in that one, bud? And again, another really tough. See, again, there's so much parity. Devils the, are hot. Making these picks was really difficult because yeah. the Rangers. I, I, as much as I hate their guts, I mean they have offensive firepower. Yeah, uh, they have defensemen that are made for playoff hockey. Truba and the other guy, I forget, can bury people. You know I mean, they're not, but they're not Scott Stevens. Nobody's Scott Stevens. Of course, you know, you know those guys are going to be burying people left and right. Miller's a hell of a defenseman, and you know, um, Kane uh, and Sturkin coming in had an off year. You know, Shesterkin's yeah. still a heck of a goaltender, yeah. but Shesterkin had a little bit of an off year, 
playing better in the last month here, though. Yes, yeah. you're absolutely right. So, but the Devils are so fast. And hot. And they are Oh, my God. Yeah, the, the quickness. I mean, they are just unbelievable. And I am very confident. Again, it always comes down to me goaltending. They got yeah. the uh, yeah. Vanisek, you know, the older Caps guy. Yeah. And yeah. Listen, he's got experience, you know, and that's huge, you know. So, um, so who you like? I like Jersey. So like? Jersey, like Jersey, yeah, Devils are hot. Um, we yeah. won't go into the bracket, so to speak, but we will talk about the Western Conference, uh, especially okay. where Seattle, where I'm living now, uh, is experiencing their first postseason hockey. Dave, tell them how exciting and terrific the next couple of, hopefully, now they're wild card. They're playing against the defending Stanley Cup champs, so not a great draw for the Kraken. Um, who do you like coming out of the West in general? But we'll talk e- each series. So let's start with the Kraken and Avalanche, Dave. Who do you like? Uh, I I gotta go with that. The yeah, Avalanche. they're they're a tough I mean, team, man. Defending champs. Yeah, I mean, just I mean, for crying out loud. I mean, McKinnon. You know, I mean, it, listen. It's unfortunate that Landis Cog is not playing. If they had Landis Cog, I mean, they'd be the utmost. You know, I mean. Uh, favorite i think mm. but um it's a uh, i'm happy as the kraken made it you mm. know uh they're a gritty club but i just i can't see how they could beat the avalanche i don't I either at this point i'm hoping for some point. overtime games just because of two things one just to show and 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 i'm and i'm selling them short the seattle fans have showed up uh terrifically uh in attendance wise for the kraken they have a couple of um minor league uh, leagues out here they got our uh, teams i mean they got the everett silver tips they got the uh kent uh thunderbirds now it used to be the seattle thunderbirds so they they have a good base of hockey knowledge but there's nothing as you know there's nothing like playoff hockey and especially playoff overtime hockey so i'm hoping that they get a taste of the overtime hockey and as well as as you know an overtime game one little bounce anything can happen, anything can happen. so maybe they steal a game or two and, yeah, uh, and make the right. series interesting, at least. I'd love to see the Kraken beat the Avalanche, but it's a really tough task. It's against the defending champs. Uh, Seattle is a great, young, speedy team, um, but I think they're a little overmatched as well, Dave. Let's move on. Let's go to the uh, overall number one seed. It's the uh, Vegas Knights playing against the Canadian Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, I, I didn't have to think long about that at all. Um, I'm taking Vegas, although the one factor is Winnipeg's got Halibut, and yeah. Halibut is, <laughs> you know, he's top five best goalies in the league. And that you sometimes know, all he's takes. On point, yep. You know, he's on point. They can win that series, no doubt. Yeah. You know, so I would not be surprised if Winnipeg wins that because simply of Halibut. I mean, yeah. the guy is an unbelievable that minder. He's um, just terrific. Golden Knights uh, have already made a Stanley Cup final. I think it was two years ago. They sort of had a dip year. So they've got some experience on that roster as well. 2018, I- they lost to the great eight. Oh, was it that far? Was that long ago that they came in the league? Wow, man, that shit times time flies by. Time does fly. Yeah, it's, it's sad. Isn't it their third? Their fourth season. I thought it was only their third, but Shoop's telling me it's their Step fifth or sixth. It. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah. All right. Now, I, I have to admit, as much as Gretzky and Yari Curry and Grant Fuhr and Marty McSorley have have stuck knives in my chest, I, I don't I don't have venom for the Edmonton Oilers. I love their organization. 2017 was the inaugural season. Wow, that, that flew by, man. This is like their fifth or sixth season. Um, the Edmonton wow, Oilers, yeah. uh, small town uh, market, but they just – you know, they love their hockey. They know their hockey. They've obviously um, uh, done that their fan base. Oh, is it's great. It's great. So, so you got Edmonton and LA, of course, there's some bad blood there with LA taking Gretzky away from them. Right. Davo. So who do you, I think this is sure. the first meeting between, no, I don't know. I didn't look that up. Edmonton, LA Kings, Dave, who do you like? Okay. Um, again, you know, and uh, people are going to think I'm nuts. And I hate most everything Los Angeles. And that's another story. We yeah, right. About sometime out right. there for eight years. So, but um, I take, I'm taking the Kings. Taking the Kings. I'm taking the Kings. I, now, don't, the I don't see that happening. The Oilers are on stop, have been unstoppable. But here's my point. Okay. This is, I thought about it long and hard. Okay. Pet shop. Go ahead. Listen. Go ahead. Here's the thing. The Kings, they've got, you know, you know, uh, uh, what's his face? He's like, they're, they're Captain uh, Kopitar. You know, they've got experience. Andre. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Andre Kopitar. Yeah. You know, unbelievable player. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Okay. Who's the goalie for the Oilers? You asking me? Yeah, I was just kind of being a goof, but I mean, the goalie for the Oilers is Stuart Skinner. Skinner. And Jack he's had Campbell. A great year. Jack Campbell. He's had a great year, okay? But he's a rookie. He's never played in the playoffs. It's a baby face. Now, yeah. So for me personally, I can't. I'm like, rookie goaltender. I'm the, and again, I, 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 I'm not Googling it. I, I don't do any of that shit. Oh, excuse me, garbage. Um, but, um, you know, I, I, I think the only, the last rookie goaltender to win a cup was Ra back in the 80s. You know, I, 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 I can't think of one unless, unless the flower was there, in the, was there in the, when he was playing against, was uh, playing against Detroit. Uh, I don't think I don't yeah. think I think he was still yeah. the backup I think you know again my memory's not yeah, I know all of ours is bad. But, but again it's it's like and you know listen McDavid I love dry sidle and uh well McDavid Connor, is our <laughs> McDavid is just hands he's the greatest player in the league the stuff he does it's like you got to be kidding me okay but again it's playoff hockey, you know, and it's yeah. coming down. And I just – the reason why I took – the only reason why I picked the Kings is because of the goalie situation, you know. That's Sounds the good, only buddy. reason. All right, let's move you know. on to the next one. We are up against the clock a little bit here. Dallas so Stars and Kings. And Shoop's hometown. Ooh, this is a dangerous one, right? And uh, we're going after our namesake. Go the for it, Dallas Dave. Stars, formerly the Minnesota North Stars. Right, right. Correct. Like yes. Um, and uh, I thought about that. You know, uh, I'm a 
I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Wild. They've been playing terrific. They got great playoff style hockey. They got some big guys who could forecheck. Uh, the Rangers made a huge mistake by uh, trading mm-hmm. Reeves. I know Reeves asked for the trade. Big mistake. Reeves is a big part of that team in the playoffs. He's going to be a force, I have no doubt. But I, I'm taking Dallas. You know, I, I'm taking Dallas. Beautiful. And that has to go, you know, because of the goaltending. You know, that's just it. And they got the goaltending and they got home ice last Love year. It, Dave. So, Dave, quickly, that 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 uh, covers all eight series. Give us a Stanley Cup final matchup prediction of yours. Go ahead. Colorado, New Jersey. Colorado, New Jersey. I love it. What what's what we can happen is we can revisit this and excuse me, maybe have you on in uh four or five weeks to see how your well, picks are on, looking. Hang on, I gotta interject. I Go mean, ahead. how are we overlooking the President Cup champ Boston Bruins? They got a hundred and like thirty-five points in the season. Well, Soup, you don't understand hockey, uh, dude. Uh, this is a completely new season. All that garbage means squad douche. Okay? NHL playoff hockey is a second season. It's a completely separate entity in and of itself. Tell them, Dave. Exactly. 100% pet shop. You got that straight. You know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> and it comes. Okay. I don't give a shit how great his stats were during the regular season. Mark was unbelievable in that. Okay. He was terrific. Okay. But. Everybody's forgetting that last year he gave up nine goals. He was either eight or nine goals in two games. In two games. And yeah. didn't play, and the Bruins lost in the first round. And he's got to have that in the that, back of his it's head. Mental. It's mental. <laughs> yep. It's mental. It's mental. He's not cut out yet. He's got time. He needs to grow up. I love That's it. That's why, Soup. That's why. And maybe mute, David. I'm going to come back to you, Dave, but mute your mic because you can hear you. Hit your goddamn mute button. It's echoey. <laughs> sorry. Okay. sorry about that. No, don't be sorry. Um, I love it. And real quick, to, to finish the story, uh, Dave, and you'll appreciate this. Uh, Bobby Nystrom's uh, – I can't remember. Forgive me, Vegetable. It's either his boy or his nephew, Eric Nystrom, made – How the hell do you have a friend named Vegetable? I can't let that just go. Okay, so Veggie – his real name is Ronnie, but he he owns a um, a produce delivery service. And this was back when I first moved out here in the early 2000s, and we played uh, hockey together. And so I just nicknamed him Veggie, and everybody called him Vegetable and Veggie the rest of his life. So he's now known as Veggie. Uh, but Veggie uh, Veggie's cousin was Eric Nystrom. And Eric Nystrom played in the league, and I don't have his stats in front of me. Maybe we'll have Statboy look that up as well. And maybe and maybe Davey D knows it off the top of his head, but Probably. I was able to go to well, he played a with Calgary. He played with Calgary, and when he played the Canucks out here in Vancouver, we took the two-hour trip, went up to see him, and he brought us right down in the locker room, and wow. it was awesome. I got the greatest NHL experience, even though I was wearing head-to-toe Philadelphia Flyers stuff. And as soon as he saw me and Veggie walk in, he's like, "Ah, oh, Jesus Christ, you got to bring this guy." And we went back and forth. It was great, but. Uh, I, I will I will divulge something that I probably shouldn't. Veggie asked him, "Hey man, tell me about your paycheck." And he and he was on his rookie deal, right? He goes, "Dude, every two weeks I get sixty eight thousand in the cash." Damn, <laughs> that was awesome. I always wondered how that worked with uh, pro dude. athletes. It's like 
the HR person comes in and uh, passes out paychecks. <laughs> yeah, it was great. And so he was just living it. And he had a really uh, pretty successful career in the NHL. I think he played for uh, eight or nine seasons and, uh, you know, was never really a top line guy, but a solid second line winger. Uh, maybe sometimes dip down to the third line, but as a hell of a guy, shout out to Eric Nystrom and and my buddy Vegetable. Veggie, good on you, brother. Veggie, good on you. Baby bok choy. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, so- solid role. Ruta Vega. All right, Dave, I love your picks. I appreciate you breaking down the playoffs. We sort of, we don't like to spend too much time, so I know you could talk more and more and more on that stuff. Baby and I, I will be back. While I appreciate that, what we'll do is we'll have you back on maybe halfway through or just before the finals, and we'll revisit uh, your picks and the playoffs in general. Of course, there'll be seven or eight different storylines we can talk about simply on the NHL postseason. So I love it, Dave. Oh, and what, uh, stay, stay with us, Dave, because we're just gonna we're gonna put a cap on the episode. But I wanted to just right now say thanks so much for you breaking down. And I loved hearing the East Coast accent. There's no people on the planet like there are East Coast people. I don't care what you say; they're real. You know how you stand. They wear their heart on their sleeve. Even if sometimes they're mean to you, shave your vagina and move on. (laughs) (laughs) I love East Coast people, but you're my peeps. Strong Island, baby. Massapequa. Bay Ridge. Oh, (laughs) jeez. All right. Uh, Our turn card for the episode. Take care. All right, are thanks, Davo. Are you, you out, Davey? You don't have to leave, Dave. No, but I'm, you... I'm just going to put it on mute. Sounds good, Dave. Hit but mute, have a I cigarette. You having me. All right, buddy. All right. God Shoop, bless, guys. I love, I, I love hearing his accent, Shoop. Thanks so much for bringing him I kinda on. I kind of had a hunch the two of you might uh, enjoy chatting I, with each other. I want him on a lot now. I want him on for more yep. than just NHL. I want to get him on for other stuff. Uh, it's just so – it warms my heart to hear his accent and and his his attitude mostly mostly so our turn card for the episode shoop i want to have a quick dip in baseball both the mariners and the phillies haven't gotten off to the starts they wanted but it is a long season as they say it's a marathon and not a sprint i got full confidence that both teams will turn it around phillies need their starting pitching to get their head out of their ass they've been hitting like crazy uh they haven't been turning those hits into runs as much as they should but they would they should be winning ball games if they're if they're starting pitching would just get itself right. So I think they will. And uh, I'm a little guilty. I haven't been watching the Mariners as much as I had hoped to because I kind of I watched the Phillies game first early afternoon uh, on the West Coast, and then the most of the Mariners games are at seven. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be better about that and keep an eye on on Julio and company. Uh, but I, five and nine, fourth yeah. in there in the NL East. Yeah, yeah. Uh, broke a three-game snide yeah, yesterday. They did with little Tijuana. T- T- and, Taiwan uh, came through big. Yep. Finally, a quality. Uh, I think it was the Phillies' first quality start of the season from a starter. So what what's is that? that seven innings. Well, it's got six or more, three runs or less. So all right, and then yeah. the Mariners six and eight, third in their division. Yeah, their division fine. looks exciting right now. Actually. Everybody's fine. We'll talk more about baseball as we go. We're going to need a lot to talk about over the summer, so baseball will fill that gap. But I did want to talk about something that's a pet peeve of mine that a lot of Ooh. my listeners have already heard about, but I'm going to put it out there in the airways. Shoot, yeah. when you're watching a ball game, baseball game, and they got the status, the game status graphics in the corner whether it's top left, bottom right, along the side, whatever the hell yep. you want, right? It drives me nuts when a when a, a production team has three dots for outs. 
Okay? You don't need three dots for outs. I know there are three outs in each inning, but there's only there's only three different possibilities that you could be watching the game. There's zero outs, in which case you have both of the dots up there. Clear. Clear, clear. right. Or one out when you have one dot clear, one dot yep. filled in, or two fucking outs. You don't need three. And I've literally oh. watched these fucking idiots when they had the three dots. As soon as like somebody grounds out the third for the final out, that third dot will fucking blink in for like a half a second, and then the graphics will go off as they wipe it to go to commercial. Are they morons? It drives me nuts, Shoop. Just put two dots up there. It's either zero, one, or two. Does it bug you well, as much as it bugs me? If I'm not mistaken, I follow you. Because, you know, when the guys playing defense run into the dugout and it goes to commercial, yeah. it's for a reason. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, on balls and strikes, they only have exactly. three Exactly. Three balls, two. two strikes. Exactly. Because you never have an at-bat that, ha- that the count is four and three or four and one. As soon as that fourth one happens, it's over. You move yeah, on. The guy takes his base. Dude, start or he whiffs and he heads back to the dugout. Start looking. I, I will say the majority of the productions these days only have two dots, but there are still some out there that have three friggin' dots for Who outs. Who is it? Let's figure it out. out. I Fig- want to name names. Who is it? <laughs> figure it out, peeps. Thank you. Uh, the river card for the episode. I'm going to throw it to you for some, you, you got a Netflix show you want everybody to hear. You know, I, I, I've decided I do have a Netflix show, but I'm going to, I want to bring back DVD and let him choose what our river card is going to be today. I got a couple of different uh, options. So, so you're going to give him a multiple choice and he's going to, DVD is going to have the option to choose which topic we uh, elaborate on for the river. Are you still with us, DVD? Yeah, I'm here. There I'm he really is. Nervous because I guess my <laughs> echo is bad. So, ah, that's okay. Uh, Dave, All right, the option, David D. Did you hear me? That you, so I'm going to mention three topics, and the three of us are going to weigh in for the river card, which is essentially the last topic of the pod today. So, topic one: Do you trust people that don't swear? Top topic number two: Was there a rite of passage where you grew up? Like, did you have to do something to kind of prove yourself with your boys? And topic number three, do you want to hear what Netflix shows I've been binging? All right, I like it. Three options, and and the other two will be handled at a future episode. So, Dave, what do you want to hear, brother? Uh, I could give a fly-in, you know what, about Netflix. (laughs) So that goes off the board. Off the board. What was the second one you said, Aaron? Was there a a local rite of passage in your hometown? Like like you had to go jump off a rock. That's my that that's you're going with that one. one. Go All ahead, right. Shoop. Start us so off. Topic two: local <laughs> rite of passage as a as a, a juvenile in your hometown. So I grew up in a very rural area. We've discussed this many times. But if you drive out to Ten Mile, land of Polamalu, there is a reservoir called Ben Irving Reservoir, also known as Berry Creek, <laughs> and there is a rock, as you mentioned, uh, Eddie. You okay. got to jump off the rock. Oh, and beautiful. the thing is, the thing is, you walk down a hill, swim across the lake. It's about a 25-yard swim. Go up a trail, and there's a rock you jump off. Now, the first rock, that's the pussy rock. Anybody okay. can jump off that thing. Of course. If you go up higher to the big rock, now you got to take about a five-step run and you got, bail. Because if got, you don't get out, 
you're going to hit a rock that's near the water and probably die. So, But you get all the ladies if you go up the big rock. Oh, dude, you're in a whole nother bracket. Like, you know what kind of guy you're talking to if this son of a bitch has gone off the big rock. Chip, did you go off the big rock? Of course I did, but it took a while, man, because it is kind of scary. Like, you have to kind of look at it and say, all right, my life is on the line here. I got to make the precise jump. And the thing is, in the later in the summer, you know, it gets kind of warm out there. The water level will drop. So if you jump off the big rock in August, chances are you could hit the bottom, which oh is my God. not always fun. You fucking good old boys it's out there, It's about a 40-foot drop. Like oh. your your arms are doing circles and you're oh trying to stick God. your legs straight because you know what happens if your legs don't you know if you don't do a pencil drop yeah. you're gonna get a free enema buddy and it yeah. does not feel good yeah and you I mean I mean the, the crazy shit that you fucking good old boys do I I do have one too are you done with your story yeah and I respect that you can give us some props you know you city boys are nuts too but we are yeah, also different. out in redneck yeah, village yeah it's a different it's a different and you, as you'll see with my rite of passage and this is we, we talked about this like a month ago but we didn't prep this for today so I love that you brought up with this and I'm wondering if Davy D knows what I'm talking about when I say really the only thing I could think of is we used to go wampin Davy D come in and tell me do you know what wampin means He's, he's muted. Oh, there he I goes. do not. Okay, so it must be another Philly thing. So uh, I'm sure you guys know Halloween night is October 31st. Halloween Eve, October 30th, is called Mischief Night, right? You know that? That is correct. I am familiar with that. Okay, Shoopster? Mischief Night? I, yeah. I mean, okay. I, I was definitely up to no good on Halloween, but we didn't have a name. No, it's it. the night before Halloween. It was called oh, Mischief Night. No, um, I didn't know that. And we, we used to that. go, we used to go whomping. So you would get, you would get what you could get, whether it be a dozen raw eggs, or if you had like a neighbor that had a tomato tree in their backyard, you went and got like ten or twelve uh, rotten tomatoes, and then we would. Now we're in the city. I grew up in the row home, Dave, like in the throes of row homes in Northeast Philadelphia. So we would like leave our street, but we wouldn't go very far. We would go maybe two or three blocks away and we would hole up like under, you know, behind a truck or something. And we would start whomping the street. And so mostly we would be throwing these things at people's houses and mostly we were aiming for their awnings. Uh, the, in the city, a lot of people had those metal awnings that kind of came over their porch a little. And, you know, when the egg or a tomato or an apple or something hit, it would just go bang and just this huge noise. And it was completely irresponsible. I feel terrible for doing it. But all of my buddies that grew up on Burton Street, uh, whether it was New Burton or Old Burton, we went out whomping on mischief night. And it was sort of like our rite of passage troop. If you didn't do it, you were a pussy. And, um, you know, maybe not as dangerous as jumping off uh, Mount Vesuvius Rock or whatever you guys <laughs> called it. But I'll tell you what. The big you, rock, baby. I'll tell you what. I do remember throwing a tomato down a back alley and thinking I was fine, but looking over and seeing a dude on a motorcycle who watched the whole thing and he kind of backed up so that he could turn towards the driveway and come and run after us and drive after us. So we took off, and I'm thinking 
that and I got lots of other city stories, but just specifically the mischief night. That night, I had the fear in me, the same that you had trying to garner up the college, uh, the courage of jumping off that rock, dude. I thought that motorcycle dude was going to catch us and either beat us to a pulp or, of course, the worst possible scenario would be report us to our parents and the police, right? So I thought you were going to say kill you. Well, maybe kill us. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 we, I've been shot at. We'll get, in, we'll get into that Damn. later. We've been, we'll get into that later. Quickly, Please do, say. Dave. Please do. Uh, I was going to say uh, my biggest concern would be the uh, Italians. That's all I need to say. Well, I was part of them. I lived amongst them. Uh, you know, family, neighbors, friends, the whole thing. Forget uh, about it. Yeah, so uh, lots of good times. And I know that it, it's terrible thinking of, like, somebody having to wash off their awning from uh, from to me. But in the end. Bunch of damn yeah, kids wamping. You know, you know harmless fun all right uh, dave so we've got suicide and uh we've got yeah, yeah. Uh, t- uh vandalism what Vandal- do you got Davey what do you D? got davy d <laughs> in terms of what like just chaos the topic and- no you your right of passage as a youth my right of passage. what did you have to do amongst your peers <laughs> to as prove you to your boys to not be a huge pussy well, now, I understand you're the son of a cop, so you had to kind of play it cool. You know what he probably had to do was get in net with no true goalie gear and face slap shots from his buddies in January using an orange ball. And let me tell you, that's worse than the two of ours put together, Shoop. Wow. Well, um, I, the, the, the first thing that comes to my mind is this, you know, um, you could never get hurt no matter what. It's like, get up, you pussy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was in sixth grade. This is a true story. Sixth grade playing, you know, tackle football. You know, <laughs> On the concrete. Killing each other, right? <laughs> and uh, I'm on the ground. A guy fell on top of me on my right knee. One of the worst pains I ever felt. I'm like, ah, shut up, you wuss. Keep playing. Yeah, yeah. I finally got topic surgery. Um, my seat. <laughs> My ACL was completely torn. Wow! So you had surgery now, back in sixth listen, grade. I'm not trying to break, but I look. Listen to this. That's why I don't like the NBA. You see these NBA guys tear their ACL. <laughs> hold on, hold on. What was your what was your rite of passage? <laughs> he just told you. You couldn't. You couldn't pain. You you, you couldn't show pain, Shoop. Oh, you thing. couldn't show yeah. pain or yeah. or fear. That's yeah. some Cobra Kai shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Seniors used to beat the shit out of me, throw me in the bag. And say, please, sir, can I have another, right? All right. I love it, Dave. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shoop, I love the topic. We may dip back down onto that uh, in future episodes. I wanted to say, I want to wrap up because we're at a, here's my obligatory mention. We're at an hour and 10 minutes, Shoop. Yeah, so we, we got we to wrap it up here. Yeah, um, wrap it up. Shoop, I'm not a big gamer. Video game guy. When I was a kid, I absolutely played Nintendo Entertainment and Mario Brothers and all that stuff. But I sort of then quickly got into mostly just sports. You know, uh, Tecmo Super Bowl is one of the greatest games of all time. Blades of Steel, Double Dribble, and then as I as Double I mentioned, Dribble. as exactly as I mentioned um, earlier in the episode, I I mainly play sports games nowadays. MLB the Show. I like the FIFA Soccer Series, and of course Madden. But I have to say. 
I'm a Zelda fan. I've been a Zelda fan from the beginning. The original uh, Zelda with, you know, the 8-bit, uh, it's dangerous out there to go alone, take this. Um, and and I'm not sure if you know, but Nintendo Switch, which is a terrific uh, gaming console, had Breath of the Wild come out in 2017 when the Switch came out. And for my money, and again, this is a whole episode we can talk about, and I'm going to bring in a, a guy who owns uh, three video game stores to talk about this. Breath of the Wild is top five, easily top five, maybe top three, and possibly greatest game of all time, any console. And their sequel comes out next month, Shoop. So we are going to have an episode devoted to video games in general, but uh, with a heavy, heavy focus on Zelda and Breath of the Wild. Nerd alert. I know. Listen, I play chess too, right? But listen, like Dave will tell you, I'll kick your ass. Let's go out front (laughs) and I'll punch you in the face. So uh, video games is a topic. You got that straight. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. (laughs) I love it. Um, And I know that it's not as popular because I got buddies out here that are going like, what? You play Zelda? What? But dude, it's great with, uh, ah, well, fuck, we'll talk about it later. Shoop, you have any upcoming topics before we wrap up? I mean, for YouTube channels or for video? Oh, games? yes. Which one you talk- uh, I, was, I was talking about just topics in general, but I, I YouTube uh, channels is another thing that we'll maybe have uh, for one of our, uh, our, our turn segments. Um, because I do have a couple in the chamber that I want to get out there and have people uh, weigh in on. But uh, I just meant in general, do you have any uh, For topics? my money, the greatest video game I ever participated in was the uh, GoldenEye on Nintendo 64. Okay, so that was just re-released on the Switch. and the Switch, Through the Switch, you can play old NES Corbin's games. it has got a Switch. I should look into that. Yeah, so you need to have an online subscription. It's a couple bucks. And then you, get, uh, you download all their available original nes game so you can play the original super mario brothers and Hell yeah yeah so look it up because goldeneye was just released oh also so that was nes but i mean goldeneye was n64 they also have a whole n64 channel you play the old n64 games so mario 64 and all that's good stuff and so ned was just playing goldeneye the other day and i'm like ned you don't understand how uh you know groundbreaking this video game was in the late 90s Right now, it looks like shit compared to what we play these days, but it was just amazing, and the way you could like shoot different things and have it react. and uh, So, yeah, great game, shoot. So we'll talk about that later. Uh, let's wrap up, guys. We're, we're, I, this, this might be our longest episode ever. Um, Davey D from the East Coast, once God again, my brother. You, I, appreci- I appreciate you taking this time of your Saturday and putting it aside. To break down the NHL playoffs, you did a great job, and we're going to have you on again, my friend. Thanks again. Thank you very much for having me, all right? God bless you guys. All right, Davey D. Talk to you later. And Shoop, it's the nuts, and we're out of here. Little Pearl Jam to take us out. Take us out. Battle of the Bands winner, Pearl Jam. Take us out. We'll have another Battle of Bands next episode. Thanks, peeps. Appreciate everybody listening.